This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. I want to talk a bit about politics here in Alberta in this segment, though, where we've been and where we're going. Uh, obviously, things have changed dramatically with the uh, election of the NDP, the NDP majority, and the direction they're taking Alberta. The PCs are going through a leadership race that is really going to uh, decide the course, I think, for a long time to come of conservative politics in Alberta. Jason Kenney is obviously running uh, on, a, on a platform of trying to unite the PCs and the Wild Rose, try to do it in the manner of the federal merger between the uh, PCs and the Canadian Alliance Party. Uh, but Jason Kenney is running against other candidates who was just as soon maybe not merge with the PCs. I mean, let's not forget, in 2012, of course, the PCs and the Wild Rose were the two main competitors in the provincial election, offering very different visions for Alberta. Maybe having an NDP government, though, has underscored that there are things the two parties do agree on and doesn't make sense to keep fighting. Uh, there were some Wild Rose MLAs, of course, in 2014 who wondered whether it made sense to keep fighting with the PCs, and they made the decision to join the PCs under Jim Prentice. Um, but I, I think it's fair to say that that backfired uh, in a number of ways. And I guess maybe we've been dealing with the fallout uh, ever since. Well, and maybe an attempt to, to help move things forward in Alberta politics. Uh, one of those floor crosses wrote a, a piece over the weekend uh, on his own blog. It was uh, an apology, an apology to the Wild Rose. Now, Rob Anderson is the former MLA for Airdrie, now works uh, as an attorney and joins us on the line here today. Rob, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rob. Well, I appreciate you joining us. Um, you know, look, a lot of time has passed since since then, and lots happened in Alberta politics. Why, why did you feel the time was was right, and why was it important to to write what you wrote? Well, it was. I mean, it was more just personally important to uh, to me to get that on paper and get it, uh, you know, in front of people who who obviously had been adversely affected by uh, the move in 2014 and. Um, you know, I thought with everything also going on with provincial politics right now and the, this movement to unite the two parties um, uh, on the on the conservative side of the spectrum, uh, that that maybe this would help to heal a few wounds. I mean, it's not going to you know be a panacea or anything like that, but um, it's just to give people a little perspective on on what happened and and help them understand that you know obviously our our intentions were to to bring the parties together, and, and I, I believe they were the right intentions, but the means by which we went about it were, was just wrong-headed. We just, it was a mistake, period, and, and we should have done it a, a more effective way, a better way, a more transparent way, uh, more bottoms-up versus top-down way, and uh, we, we didn't do it, and because of that, um, you know, it, it failed, like you said, and uh, it was it was an awful time to, it was an awful uh period for for me personally and also for many uh, who were involved personally mm. um but there's no reason why we, i i don't think that we can't put that chapter behind us as a province and say you know what the the end goal was the right one so let's do it the right way this time and um and get these parties working in the right direction hopefully get our province back on track okay more specifically when when, when you say it wasn't done the the right way what what, what is it you regret well i mostly regret not um not uh particularly not going um to my constituents our constituents i guess and then also to the memberships of both parties 
and and because this was more than a floor crossing floor crossing that's happened for hundreds of years you know i i did it in in uh 2009 um got over 60% of the vote afterwards because you know i think my constituents agreed with the move when i went from pc to wild rose um you know Ross sherman's had success with that header foresight i mean it, it's not floor crossing is not unheard of but the difference here was is that this was this was kind of a party crossing this was a an entire opposition saying, you know what, we're going to go to the to the the governing party. We're going to try to form one caucus, and um, you know, for the purposes of moving in the direction that Jim Prentice was wanting to move in at that time, and that that total totality was just it was such a bold, brash move that it. it I, I think looking back on it, it's clear it needed to have grassroots buy-in and public buy-in before we proceeded with it instead of just going forward and making the decision and that just clearly wasn't done and that's why i think ultimately that it it, it failed uh, so so uh, totally yeah well and look I, i've always said if if there's going to be a uniting of the right it needs to to there, there needs to be a cause there, there needs to be ideas that that this is why we're re- we're uniting to advance these issues and advance these ideas um, what what concerned me about it at the time, without rehashing all of it, was mm-hmm. just it, it seemed to be such a reversal. That on the one hand, look, we disagree with the PCs. Uh, let's send them a message in the by-election. We've got good ideas. They've got bad ideas. Voters should support us, should not support them. And it seemed like a 180. So the, the idea that now we want to join with these people, I think it was confusing to the voters because people thought, well, wait a sec, I thought you were different from them. Yeah, I know it was tough when when Jim, you know, was first elected. You know, he really was saying all the right things, and he was uh, adopting a lot of our policies. And I remember knocking on I don't know how many thousands of doors during the by-election in Calgary West, in particular, um, uh, with the candidate there. And and so many houses are saying, look, you know, you guys need to start working together. You guys aren't any different from. Jim on on these issues, particularly on fiscal policy, uh, energy policy, things like that, and uh, you know you need to give them a chance. You need to you need to work in the in that direction. And you know after a while, you keep hearing that enough. And I think what it did is it kind of contorted or or distorted our view on on um, on things a little bit. And we started to think that you know what maybe maybe we just need to you know go into a more cooperative mode here and and Jim is promoting virtually our economic platform at this time at that time and you know the idea was that if we're ever going to have a long-term fiscal reform of the province that needs to happen we can't be splitting votes on the right because if we're going to go kind of to those you know almost a you know a Ralph Klein type uh, reorganization of the the provincial budget and so forth we can't we just won't be able to do so vote you know with uh, the right divided we have to come together and and so we we went ahead and did it and i and i you know looking i still believe it was the you know the right thing the right goal but the way that we did it not getting consent from the the people first you know not hashing it out with them getting their feedback you know seeing weighing the pros and cons more and so forth that that it just it, for something so big like that we needed to do it in a more grassroots fashion, and I think that's what you know Jason Kenney's trying to do now, and I and I think that's why it's going to work this time, as opposed to in 2014. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I could I could see how it might. I mean, it did work uh, at the federal level. Whether it works here remains to be seen. But but you think? I mean, you're optimistic about it, though. 
Yeah, no, I, I think I think the majority, I think the timing is different too now. I mean, obviously people have, you know, been living under an NDP government for for a year and a half here, and I mean, it's been a economically, it's been a disaster. So I mean, it's it's just, you know, it, 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 Alberta's just not the demographics, the you know, the mentality in Alberta has changed such that you really can't have two conservative parties uh, fighting against each other. There's just not that much room on the spectrum as there may have once been. And, you know, we've got serious budgetary problems. I mean, billions and billions of dollars of deficit every year and, and, and the debts, you know, through the roof and so forth. And and healthcare issues, I mean, you just name the, go down the list. And if we're ever going to fix these using, I would say, more conservative free market free economic principles, then we can't be divided anymore. We, we have to come together. The, you know, we have to bring the 60% of Albertans that believe in those sorts of things, uh, by and large, together uh, in order to, to have long-term success with it. Otherwise, you're just going to be locked in this kind of perpetual middle-of-the-road, middle-of-the-road lukewarm, just to get nothing yeah. done, uh, minorities and, and small majorities and catering to the left in order to not lose too much vote share. It just won't work. You know, long-term, we need to come together if we're going to have any long-term success. Right. And I mean, as you say, as someone, I mean, you can understand maybe why people have crossed the floor in, in politics, but are, were you still confused by, by Sandra Jensen's decisions? It's one thing to cross the floor, but it seems odd that, I mean, and you sat in caucus briefly with her, to have someone in the PC party decide that they want to embrace the, the NDP. Well, I mean, go, going from a conservative to a conservative party is, is you know, um, can be jarring enough, but certainly going from a conservative to a uh, a uh, more socialist party uh, is 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 quite quite a change for sure. But you know, at the same time, I think that um, you know Sandra made her decisions and she's articulated the reasons why. And you know, um, it's nothing that she did was immoral or or uh, illegal or anything like that. But she has to, like anyone else who makes that decision, like I made that decision, you have to you have to live with the consequences of it. And at the end of the day, her constituents are going to decide whether it was in their best interest. But yeah. But I would just hope that people will understand that, you know, she made the decision. She's not a bad person. She's, she's made a controversial decision. And, and, you know, if you completely disagree with it, as I think that, you know, probably a whole bunch of people do, then make your feelings known at the ballot box. But don't, but don't um, you know, take to the... You know, take to the, the the blogs and the social media and so forth, and and, well, and start yeah. spewing vitriol. There's, there's, there's no been point. some awful things said, and yeah. you know, apparently there there's been been threats issued at her. And I mean, I guess you can relate to that, right? I mean, you went through that yourself. Yeah, no, it was it was a tough time, you know. And look, <laughs> some of it, as I just said, some of it was 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 probably deserved. I mean, we, the, but I will say this: that the people that were involved, you know, I mean. They, I mean, these were some of, the, you know, the best people I've ever known. And as, as individuals, as human beings, uh, people that just love this province so much, and, uh, and including Danielle, frankly, and, uh, and, and the hard work, amazing hard work. People have no idea how hard she worked. And the, the reasoning behind, the reasons why they did these things, it was not, it was not nefarious. It was not meant to, to dupe people or, or to do anything awful. It, the, the goals were right. The goals were pure. But, you know, there's that old saying, you know, that the path to, to hell is paved with good intentions. And that's the problem is that the ends don't always justify the means. And that's the lesson here. So, you know, the point of the letter was, is you know, please, 
you know, for, obviously we're asking for, for I was asking for forgiveness for my role that, that I played in it and hoping that, you know, people understood that the intentions were good, the means wasn't right, but let's not let that cloud our judgment when we're, as we move forward here and try to get these these two parties together into the same movement. Okay. And and if Jason Kenney succeeds, I mean, it's, are, are you considering a return to politics? Is that part of this? No, uh, not at all, actually. I'm I'm very happy with in my family in particular, very yeah. happy with, with where things are at right now. But uh, I think I'll have to, you know, maybe when I have a full set of white hair and uh, <laughs> a ton more wisdom, I might think about uh, entering back in, but I don't see that for a decade or two at least. So, okay. no. <laughs> well, we'll check back with you then. <laughs> all right. No, but I appreciate you coming on with us here today. Thanks for this. Thanks, Rob. Take all right, care. take care. Rob Anderson, uh, former Airdrie uh, PC and Wild Rose MLA. Uh, now works as an attorney. Look, we're along in this segment here. We need to come back, 403-974-8255 with your calls and your texts. Stay with us. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.